Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of the Chaos and Shadow podcast. My name is Kyle, and I'm joined here by my co-host, Pagan. Pagan, how have you been? I have been good. Um, if you guys follow me on Twitter, you'll see a lot of gardening posts. I've done a lot of uh, free divination days as well, which yes. was a lot of fun. I've been just playing with my new toys. So uh, if you haven't checked those out, definitely check those out. I think that we're, I'm probably going to do those on Tuesday for a couple hours every oh, Tuesday. So I love it. Uh, we'll just play with it and see what happens. It oh. was a lot of fun. So that was so uh, cool. I saw August sticks yeah. being pulled. Those were the, the I did Ogham pulls um this Tuesday and then I think it was last Tuesday I did the rune board with yes. the pendulum and that was a lot of fun as well because you know it was like you're you're drawing a rune but you're not actually like reaching in the bag and grabbing the runes out I was actually using my pendulum to point to them on my rune board which was really cool and a lot of fun and very incredibly accurate that that board is super in tune um with my pendulum so yay for that it was awesome and we're gonna so keep fun. doing that it's gonna be fun so freaking and fun. i've been gardening so much oh my gosh gardening and canning and doing all that fun stuff so you guys can follow that on twitter uh but yeah that's what i've been up to <laughs> oh my gosh we've been so this is by the way gonna be just a a, a fun casual catch-up because we haven't been here for a bit as everyone knows i was in the middle of the move uh, oh my gosh, like you said, so many new toys, so many new tools. Uh, up on the blog, I posted that tour our toolkit, first of that segment. Mm-hmm. Hope the audio is okay for those listening at home. I'm in a totally new place and it might be a little echoey, but you know, it's archway ceilings and stuff like that. So we'll figure it out as time goes on. Um, but tour our toolkit, the folks over at Biofield Reader. They were super, super amazing. Gave us three months of that software. Resolutions Research is the name of their company. Uh, They're two folks based out of the UK. And this is something that ties in with the Monroe Institute and Hemisync when we talked about that for the episode. Uh, They actually go to some of those gateway process sort of things the Monroe Institute puts on for the folks in person and during like a specific part of it where people, you know, kind of come together and, and do this thing. They film folks or take photos of them as they're doing like aura work and stuff like that and this camera is supposed to pull in the extra lighting and beyond i've got a lot more information on it i encourage you to go read it revelatornetwork.com forward slash news you can find it very easily um but we got that software to play with so that's gonna be really fun for our say on saturdays because we're gonna get back to those uh the amazing folks at modern witch i have one of their boards their ouija boards coming in the mail today yes oh, i cannot Which one did you wait. get um uh, well let me see actually <laughs> that's the question there were like <laughs> that 20, is the question 20 different boards i fell in love with and it was really right? hard <laughs> can i easily i have two that i want to get and uh i have not gotten them yet but i want to get one of their pendulum boards <gasps> and they also have a what they call um it's java casting it's actually a coffee bean throwing board and oh, it comes with fun. a little drawer to keep the coffee beans in and if the coffee beans like land on one of the symbols it has a specific meaning i really want to get that as well so um thank you shout out to modern modern witch for all of your amazing stuff i've gotten crystals through you guys and um now i'm in love with all of your boards and i don't have enough money to buy them all (laughs) so true i got the spiritus antiquitous is the name of it it is a very classy looking 
like aged wood vibe, hence the antiquitous part, I think. Uh, it's kind of a like a, a whitish, you know, hue to it. It was just really pretty. And by the way, Miss, the mysticdream.com takes you straight to their store. Again, you can find it straight through the um, Modern Witch site. Also, it seems our friend Matt Orn has a board specifically for Psychic Witch up there. So mm-hmm. if anyone's as obsessed with that book as the rest of us, you might want to go and check that one out in particular. Oh, I believe wow. it, so- I remember seeing the posts for those um, when they were being made. And that one um, had like all of the, I think most of these boards actually are like uh, wood etched. Yes. With, like, you know, the burning wood and all that. This one is just gorgeous. And apparently it's like super thick and just it's a heavy duty board, but it is gorgeous. So if you guys are obsessed with Modern Witch, go check out that board as well. Um, honestly, just go check out all of Seriously, their boards because they're all gorgeous. Um, there are- I think probably the Modern Witch Moss one is the one that I'm going to get and one of their uh, pendulum boards. Uh, probably the Forest Celtic pendulum board. Oh my! And obviously the Java set that I was talking about. So, ah, oh, gotta love it. So I much know. cool stuff. I'm finding more and more and more. They have a oh, that's a palmistry hand sign. Oh gosh, I'm gonna have to buy that too. Oh, <laughs> no, no. Right? I have got. I did order like a palmistry hand sort of thing from the house because I had a dream where I got a palm reading, and I had been like looking at one not too long before that, thanks to their website. And um, so I got like a little. Um, like a 3D sculpted one sort of thing, mm-hmm. but I'm very excited. With it, I also threw my cart a skull head like replica thing. I'm gonna have to put a picture. It is so cool looking. I, I came yesterday and I'm so happy with it. It's it's like a replica skull and it's got all kinds of um writing and stuff and like sigil work all over oh. the head of it. And it's up on my mantle right now, so I have to post a pic. But I'm in love with it. <laughs> so many toys. That sounds amazing. I know. So we've uh, got Ouija board. Yeah, we've got so much cool stuff. My goodness. I mean, seriously, the next time we do a say on Saturday, our tool count has just gone way up because I also picked up a pack of Zender cards online. Those mm-hmm. are uh, a Lascarbo. I think I'm saying that right. That's the one that works and distributes through Llewellyn. So, um, Really, really cool. Keeping it in the family there. They're a super nice company. They responded to me with super nice things the other day. Um, we got an EEG again. The EEG is back in the house. Uh, Flow Time oh, donated us nice. an EEG to use for our experiments. So we're back in the EEG loop. For those that know, I, I was looking at an EEG before. I picked one up to just try it for a sec, but I w- it didn't fit what I needed to do at that time. But I, I you know, kind of spent some months thinking about it and what we wanted to do. We've you know reached out and they were super super accommodating. So we've got one of their uh, Flow Time EEGs. That is just amazing software. So that's back in our rotation. Um, wow, it's gonna be an amazing time once we're like fully settled in and ready to go. <laughs> I know. And then I'm in the process of collecting my stones for my stone kit. And I'm also looking at possibly doing a charm kit. So once I have all those pieces, because you have to buy all the individual pieces to make these things work. Like Mm -hmm. you could probably buy somebody that's already made one for you. But in my opinion, that's just not as special. I feel like it's more special if you do it yourself. So I'm in the process of making one of those. It's going to take me a little bit because I have to hunt all this stuff down and obviously buy it. So once I get all that, those are going to also be included, which are going to be lots of fun. Uh, We're going to have all sorts of really cool stuff that's happening. I've got a 
yes, no coin that's eventually going to be coming in. Um, I <gasps> Did ordered you? one of those. Oh, yeah, yes. I, I got I one off the of Etsy. And uh, it, my Etsy like wish list and favorited items is all just spooky shit. That's good. <laughs> spooky occult shit. As it should be. <laughs> it is that time of year. I believe it's like 93 days or something like that until spooky time. So uh, if that's the actual count number, then yay, 93 more days to Halloween. I'm so I love it. freaking excited on that note. I'm pulling up our calendar on the side that you and I did. We're going to need, uh, like, mm-hmm. we're going to put up a blog post for folks. I'm going to try and get this episode up probably today, tomorrow, so folks have it before August kicks into play, just because I, I feel I feel bad. Actually, I think we only, I don't know, do we miss one or two days, but it's, it's all groovy because, I mean, that move was so intense, so intense. It mm-hmm. was very safe, so thank you to everybody with the good vibes because there were no... Not not a single issue arose while we were traveling. Like it was all good and groovy. Um, only a couple dorks on the road. Literally only two, actually, that were like, I'm going to oh, merge wow. directly in front of the U-Haul. And I'm like, you're just stupid and have a death wish. So also just a general PSA to folks out there. Remember, if you're in a car merging into a lane and you're merging in front of a truck, just know their brakes are not nearly as good as yours. So if you're like, oh, this is a car behind me, it's not. And it doesn't work like a car. So don't do that because... You're literally taking your life into your own hands when you do that. So just just a word of caution to our drivers out there. If anyone's traveling and having fun for spooky season or you're going out there, like I said, just be good on the roads. Um, There are a lot of people moving. There are a lot of U-Hauls that we pass. So uh, just throwing it out there because it is a big thing. Um, Mm -hmm. But aside from that, uh, Chicago was a real stinker. We had to go through that kind of route. And they don't understand roads. I thought Pennsylvania's road crews were clueless but, oh god um, no chicago is awful oh my awful god they closed roads like literally in front of us and boxed us in like it was so dumb like i don't think that the one road crew in front of us knew what the one behind us was doing it was oh my gosh a disaster <laughs> like we were lo sort of loling i mean we were of pretty good spirits all things considered but uh that was really the only two stinkers on the road otherwise it was smooth sailing just breezed right through got here uh, got the internet all set up and things. And I was just telling Pagan beforehand, I just moved my setup back into the desk that I had before. So I'm, I'm kind of more normal. I was sitting on the floor for a little bit and it was cool and it worked, <laughs> but it like, it was annoying me. <laughs> I, was, I was not mentally settled. So now I bet I, I would have been very annoyed sitting on the floor and trying to do work and all yeah. Don't get me wrong. I've done it like with a laptop. It's not terrible. Mm-hmm. But like if you have a desktop and all that, no, it's it's just not. You need a desk. For I that, agree. Obviously, desktop. So that's what it's there for. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I feel you. I, I've been there, done that. I, I I don't ever look forward to the day if I ever have to move again. <laughs> I don't. Hopefully that will to. be anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> Oh, I it's it is it's such a big thing, and gas prices uh, are are rough. So that whole trip itself, you know, that was arguably the most expensive part of it was just trying to fill the U-Haul and take it that far. But um, I bet you know we made it, and that's the important thing. And I really don't want to leave here for a while uh, ever. Is my intention. I will say though, um, to those that are you know joining for the preservationist here and all that up on the website, your money is going very very well to this endeavor because the house was left in some really bad shape uh they had rented to some real turds before me and yeah so again this house has been in the family so that was my mother renting it out for like the last six or so years like it you know what i mean it's it hasn't been lived in by family members in at least six years um but the person she had rented it to since then was like 
a guy my age who's a friend of the family. And I think that worked out really well. She's happy with that. Then he moved out and then an older guy came in that was getting a divorce from his wife and he trashed the place, brought in a dog that he wasn't Oof. supposed to bring in. It chewed up my mother's couch that she loved. Uh, it peed on said couch and all like the, I think luckily just throw rugs and stuff. So, you know, it's all just like thrown away. Well, we came and it was all outside already. So they like really were hiding what they were up to. It was pretty sketch because they were like, oh. Just lie, one lie to me and then another lie to my mother who was like, I'm like, you need to chase this man down and like bill him for, you know, these damages. Like this is bad. Yeah, definitely. And so he would definitely tell Definitely bill him for those yeah, damages. Yeah. And, and, ah, uh, also I'm just putting this out there. I, I put it up on Twitter, but also if anyone has bad juju, they need to dump out there. My old landlord um, broke a lot of rules and also tried to like bill me for excessive damages and stuff in my last apartment. Luckily, I covered all my bases. I had a maintenance man come through and tour the place. I had a video of the place. I don't know if I'm going to get my security deposit back, but I should have. And he's like being a real Dorcas McGorkus. So, um, yeah, bad juju to that guy because he owns a lot of units. And I don't know why he like he was he used to be really good. But you guys you might know I, I mentioned the fire that happened at the neighboring building apparently that mm -hmm. like clicked a switch in his head and but now he's like off his rocker like landlords are supposed to give 24 hour notice to show up he kept showing up like while i was trying to move out he kept showing out up and being like i'm gonna come in your unit i'm gonna come in your unit i'm like dude it's full of stuff being packed right now i'm like no come back on tuesday i'm like i'm leaving in two days it's not gonna hurt you to wait two days like a pretty reasonable request too you know i'm not like asking him to wait a month and the guy comes to the premises like all the time but Anyway, if anyone needs to send bad juju, send it with the intention that he does not have the ability to rent out property anymore. Don't no no hurting him, but you know, just if you're frustrated and angsty and all that, you know, just oh nine six zero is the number to focus on. <laughs> Hopefully that that will protect the other people that he's renting to. Because I had to put a review up being like, do not rent. This man's trying to break into people's units. Like big yikes. I've seen a lot of like videos and stuff of people having issues with landlords and like they're all doing the same thing, like trying to break into people's like units without their permission or just coming in unannounced, Ugh. especially on single women, oh. um, just really sketchy, awful things. So if you are a landlord, be a good landlord. If you are a bad landlord, do better. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. I mean, it's just super gross. And the minimum you can do is, you know, be kind to your tenants and respectful of their space. And yeah, it's uh, he also accused mm -hmm. Louie of doing stuff that Louie definitely didn't do. So Louis I doesn't do anything. He's just a good sweet boy that likes to lay around in love. That's all he does. He's like Louie peed on the refrigerator. <sighs> Louie chewed up the carpet. Louie ripped up the walls. And I'm like, it's all on video. None of that damage exists. Oh, I, um, I'm sorry. What dog is he talking about? Because I don't think Louis has ever chewed up anything as long as I've known you. No, Louis never <laughs> so, chewed unless up maybe anything. one of his like chew toys that's supposed to be chewed. Louis isn't even a chew toy dog to that point. To what you yeah. just said, like he, if he can't like actually eat it, like he doesn't, he's not interested. No stuffed animals, no, you know, Nyla bone sort of stuff, no raw hides. That's just not his cup of tea. So you're absolutely right. And so that always has me like very frustrated and um, just emotionally annoyed because I'm like, that's a total fabrication. Oh, the other one that really got me too is he said that I broke his stove 
Um, I literally took the burners off to clean them, like scrub them politely as one does and sat them back on the stovetop to dry. I didn't plug them all back in because they were wet. But apparently he's telling me as like a 67 year old man, he doesn't even know how to plug in burners to an electric stove. I mean, he literally just slide back in like there's no like you slide it back in the hole. Oh, my God. So oh, my God. He doesn't understand. You are a lot more patient than I am. I would have gone off on this. He, man. <laughs> I, well, he did start yelling at me in the parking lot before we left. That was the thing. He did yell at me then. And when I called him the other day, he hung up on me. He wouldn't take my call. So I don't know. Oh I think it's going to be a loss of the money because I've had some friends on Twitter be like, you really can't win those fights. Um, that's why I say, again, if people got bad juju to send, you know, express it to someone like this guy, like there's not really, he was a totally redeemable person, but he's gone off the rails to be completely unredeemable. And I only imagine he's going to do this to all his tenants because it sounds like he just wants free money. You know, it's like, oh, I'll just keep the whole security deposit because I want to. I I think with the fire that happened, he's probably taken a pretty big hit and probably the insurance company is not wanting to pay out. And so he's probably trying to get money anywhere he possibly can, even if it causes him to be a shitlord. Like I said, send um, all your negative vibes that are like, you know, dethrone this man, whatever, whatever words you want to use for it that way. I'm not telling anyone, you know, we're not hurting people, but I am all for like deplatforming people that are making bad, bad stuff like that, you know, because if oh, he's yeah. going to do it to no. me, like you said, he's definitely like I, I fear for any single women he rents to because he definitely was showing up at my place all the time. Um, towards the end and and that's just absolutely uncool and to- it's just no illegal i believe but i mean again you'd have to like get a lawyer and fight it and i just don't want to put that sort of energy into it i'd rather i'd rather yeah. focus on restoring this house because this house is gorgeous and it needs it so that's that's where i, I, I feel to. that i think you should totally you know we were talking before the we got into recording and we were talking about gardening and all this stuff yeah i'm so excited for all this like projects that you will have the ability to do now because you actually have this place that you can do all of this and so yeah guys come help kyle restore his house it's going to be awesome <laughs> there are grapes still growing on the grape arbor in the backyard oh. That's awesome. Uh, what's the other thing? The apple tree in the backyard. It's small apples. I, I, uh, kind of like about quarter sized, half dollar sized apples, you know, that sort of deal. Probably half like dollar. crab apples? I guess maybe. Uh, I don't really know. I have to ask mom what they were because that was planted when I was a, a very little kid. But um, I, I crab apples. I have really great jelly recipes <gasps> for you. Really ah, great ones. Because they're not really like raw edible. You know, you got to make them into yeah, something. They, they probably if they're crab apples are really tart. If you bite into probably them. are they because I did taste one the other day to see what it was like. Yeah, they, they get really, really tart and all that. But they make beautiful jellies and jams <sighs> and preserves and all sorts of other really great stuff. They're also really great. Like if you like pork, um, you can actually mix them with some like cranberries oh, and bet. serve them over pork. Sorry, guys. I didn't mean to go on like a total <laughs> like rant about food. And but that's what's but up. That's the state I've been in with my garden of canning and making pretty things and all sorts of cool stuff and crafting. So <laughs> apologies, everyone. Oh, my gosh. I absolutely If you all want recipes. Please hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> I'm in love. That sounds so good. I, I, but see, that's the thing. So I am trying to get my friend Space Unicorn. She's so interested. She's been wanting to do homesteading for a while. If you guys are in the Gilded server with us, you've probably yes. seen Space. So Space is out in Idaho. And um, 
she's got family there, but she's been like looking to, you know, branch out and do other things. And I've been lightly like pressuring her. And I'm like, Space, you would love it here. There is property next to me that I know the people... There's no for sale sign now, but they're not like they don't want to keep it. Keep it. And I'm like, you should look into this like you and I could have connecting lots and like it would be really good. It's very good growing soil, as you and I were saying off air. Like we we used to grow strawberries in it as a kid. Mom used to have big gardens back there. Less. Oh, she actually did a side guard yard and uh, yard and <laughs> she used to do a yard and <laughs> that uh, had tomatoes and all the, you know, the staple crops like that. But mm-hmm. It was really fun to. I wasn't into that as a kid, but now I am. Now I'm turned thirty. I'm into it. You know, it's funny. I wasn't into gardening and all that when I was a kid either, because you know, when you're a kid, you're like, I want to go hang out with my friends mm-hmm. and do cool stuff and all this other stuff. And it's like outside stuff. Ew, no, thank yep. you. There's bugs. Yeah. And now I'm just like, let me go garden and grow a million things. I want to grow everything. Like I think next year I want to try to grow eucalyptus so I can Ooh. like have eucalyptus for like the showers and stuff. Wow, that'd be um, nice. especially for like cold seasons. So, oh, yes, great. please. I want to just do everything. I want to grow it all. Oh, my next and, is. Oh, continue, please. <laughs> I was going to say my father-in-law told me, he was like, yeah, the property line actually goes like a ways back. So you can actually have like five or six more beds back there. And I'm like, beautiful. I, I don't have the time or the money right now to build <laughs> more garden beds, but there's always next year. <laughs> that is a serious so- <laughs> move. I love it. <laughs> i'm gonna be a very busy bee next year (laughs) i absolutely love that i all more power to you because i mean it just i don't know it is really nice especially in this overly commercialized world to get back to your roots Mm -hmm. um for those that have seen me obsessively talk about the bbc shows that i've fallen in love with like victorian guard or victorian farm and everything i through that show i just found there are so many simple things that like I want to get back to I want to make some soap of my own. Um, very very simple. Oh, I mean, that's so much fun. Uh, you gotta be a little bit careful, everyone out there, because you know lye yes. is involved. But <laughs> just have some vinegar nearby, just in case, because that'll neutralize it. You know, be safe, respectful of science and chemicals and everything. But I do the thing where I like to make bacon in the morning, and I do it in an air fryer, so it keeps all the fat mm-hmm. nice and separated. Um, and so I've just gotten the thing where I pour it over a coffee filter into a mason jar and then boom, there's yep. all your fat together. It's nice and clean. It's nice and like pure looking. Um, mm-hmm. and then bada bing, bada boom, toss that in with some lye, basically and follow the instructions and do it correctly. But you t- mix that together. I also heard Pagan that one of the ways you test the causticness, like without fancy tools is if you have feathers, like you do turkey feathers and all that, mm-hmm. that if you dip the feather in there, that will tell you, um, like, if it's too caustic or not, you'll be able to see it in the reaction with the feather. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. That's really neat. Cool way to just, I, you know, recycle bird goat's feathers milk and stuff. Soak, soap at one point in time, and the goat's milk soap was really nice. I did a honey one, oh, and they were really, so really nice. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I'm a – I – and what I call a part-time homesteader at heart because I do like modern living as much as I like being back in nature because, you know, I like having the internet and I like having plumbing and electricity that I don't have to worry about solar panels and all that. But if I had the option to have solar panels as backups, I totally would. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I love that. So more power to anyone that wants to do that. Amen. I, I mean, it. that's it. So 
Who knows? We might get back to doing some things. I did get the rest of the accoutrement. So if I want to go back to candle making, one of the things I was missing Mm -hmm. before was I didn't have like fire hazard stickers that are kind of like illegal. You should have this just to send out. Okay. Got those delivered. So who knows? Everyone, if you're interested in getting some like kind of cute spell candly things, um, I got some cool tins for those to go in. Uh, Mm -hmm. I also am going to try doing... Same thing with some of the animal fat, some honey, some oatmeal, and beeswax. You can do nice homemade hand lotion and stuff that works really well. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing I'm going to try. I got those ingredients delivered, uh, just the beeswax that I needed. So again, like you said, part-time homesteader. I want to get back into it after a decade of apartment living that was not mine. I'm really excited to try and fix up this place. And the energy is good here. Uh, that's the first thing I noticed when I got into the house was... One, I think the place knows that it was on the outs. I think if that man had mm-hmm. continued to be in here, it may have been condemnable in the next year. Oh there my gosh. Is some serious water damage to parts that hopefully we can get homeowners insurance involved in. They they were as when I was a kid. Like upstairs plumbing had an issue and you know it flooded a bit. So homeowners had to kick in and, you know, fix things like that. And so mom had a really mm-hmm. good has had had a really good policy on the place. I went into the living, I guess the TV room that we have in the back here, and there is one of those bubbles on the ceiling where at one point, yeah. So I took pictures. Hopefully homeowners will come in and take care of it because, yeah, that that is a pain in the butt to try to fix all that because they do have to tear out quite a bit to fix it, unfortunately. And the the super unfortunate part, and I mean the thing that makes me feel a little bit like this isn't my problem sort of deal is – a lot of this stuff was, quote, fixed by people that the homeowner's insurance had sent. <laughs> so, and it's, like, not fixed, if that makes sense. Like, clearly, whoever you sent did less than, like, a 10-year patch on it, effectively. So, that's another you know, leg up. That that happens quite a bit. That actually happened to my sister-in-law. She was, um, the homeowner's insurance was like, hey, you need to repair all this stuff. And it, it was her dad's place. Like she had mm-hmm. lived there too and took care of him and everything. But yeah, th- like they came in, they're like, no, you have to fix all this. And she's like, why didn't we have to fix this when he was alive? And they're like, oh, well, we had worked out a deal with him. But uh, mainly because of the fact that she was a woman, they made her fix all sorts of shit that didn't need to be fixed. Wow. What yeah. a freaking. Homeowners insurance is just meh. I agree. It's all meh. <laughs> I agree. I agree. It is meh, but hopefully I'm, I'm hoping it'll pay for, you know, large chunks of it so to get too. sorted. Um, if not, again, that's what we're, we're doing with the preservation thing, because the next thing I need to do is get this place listed up on the historic register, because it, uh, for those that got our email that went out in this past week, and if you did not, mm-hmm. go up to revelatornetwork.com. Um, and you could just type in like newsletter into the thing and into the search bar and it should get you there. But, um, I just sent out a picture of the house from the 1890s. So you get to see a little bit of the neighborhood. I saw that. That was cool. Yeah. The whole place is, I mean, I'm surprised how many of the houses around here are actually original from that photo. There are only like two or so on the block that are not in that picture. Uh, otherwise, oh, wow. it still looks almost identical to that. Really neat. Really That's cool. so awesome. Now, on the note of people so much cool stuff. coming in to visit, you know, you and I have talked about this a little off air, and we've talked about this with friends, but I've talked about the, the idea of having people that maybe want to come and stay in the future, <laughs> turn this into a little bit of an Airbnb sort of deal um, for friends of the network. I did hear, well, we did investigate the hotel that's not far from us, three-minute drive away is again accepting people it is also a victorian era hotel 
Um, the whole upstairs of it can be rented out. That's up to five rooms and it rents for oh, something wow. like a hundred a night. So you can rent out the oh, whole floor for one or for 500. Yep. 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 It's, it's pretty reasonably priced and it's super historic. So again, it's just a cool idea that, um, if, you know, if that, if that's the vibe we start getting going here is one of a little like communal sort of paranormal neck of the woods, like, you know, I wanted to do really nice that people could stay three minutes away from the house and, you know, come mm-hmm. over here and party in the evenings and then kind of go back to the hotel at night. Very cool That would be stuff. very cool. Very, very cool. And that town's letting new, like, little bespoke businesses in. So I did grab some homemade um, soap the other day there and just oh, all nice. kinds of cute stuff that when I was here, what was here 10, 10 years ago, it just was not around. We couldn't do that stuff. So anyway, the energy of the whole area feels a lot better than I left it. I keep asking myself, like, oh. or maybe it was before I left. I was like, Sorry, before I left Salt Lake, I think I was asking myself, like, well, why did I leave if I just wanted to go back to it? And now I'm reminded, like, yeah, it wasn't like this when I left. So very <laughs> good vibes. Thanks for calling me home, house. I appreciate it. I feel like the house is also, like, reaching out to you for help because of that other so. tenant. And was like, I'm not okay. Come save my ass, please. <laughs> that is genuinely Please the come idea. home. <laughs> I really believe that, Piggin. Like, that was the first vibe I got when I was here. Like, after I got settled and after the frustration of seeing it all was gone, I was like, I can feel such a almost, like, sadness of, you know, just complete lack of care oh yeah i mentioned the upstairs bathroom has leaked i mean the whole the toilet doesn't even work up there like it's the sink barely drains like it you know what i mean people just did not they closed doors instead of fixing problems i'm sure people out there have seen that in many houses where they're just like well not gonna fix this let me just close it and forget about it and it doesn't go away the problem does not stop so yeah, but I'm going to I'm going to try That's I've, I had a good talk with the house that night, did a little intention setting mm-hmm. in the dining room area, which is going to be our seance room. I went in there and mm-hmm. like I was I was just awake all night. So it was probably like two or three in the morning. And I was like, look, you guys, I don't know who you are, if you're frustrated or what you, you know, what's the deal. But I am here with open arms to try and save this place. Search my soul. I don't have any other intentions. I'm not trying to sell this house. I just want it to be repaired. And they want to do it honestly and genuinely. So it looks and feels like, and my mother, by the way, was great at that. She really kept the place very well, historically accurate. Like her, she, we don't have Mm -hmm. any crazy additions that have edited it in a big way. It's all very flowing. So it's my goal too, is to continue with that. That's awesome. That is so awesome. Yeah. And I, I'm sure the, the house spirits were very pleased with that. I can't wait for our first seance there. That's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, me too. I still got to clean out the dining room. My goodness. <laughs> it is. I got to clean it out probably before Kepru stuff. I can I can do a shot. Here's the cool thing for us in this room. And I'm sorry, I'm bumping the desk. You guys are going to hear stuff. This is not my normal mic arm. But behind me, we should be able to get the gas logs going. Um. So there'll be a little bit of like gas fireplace behind me. Louis got his chair. There's the mantle back there, uh, which I'm going to try and put some stuff on. So got cool cult stuff sitting on it right now. I'm hoping this vibe is just really, really a good one. And, and folks will be very fascinated by it. I think those listeners out there that have been following and engaging with the journey so far, I think they're going to lose their minds over it in the best way. I think it's going to be great. And you got um, a couple of new tarot decks, didn't you? <gasps> uh-huh. 
I did. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I got the Halloween Oracle deck. This is the one you have, right? Lifting the veil between I the have worlds that deck. every I night. I love that deck. I love it. So good. I bought it because you told me about it. One, well, I saw it from you. And two, it just seems so <laughs> fitting to have it delivered because we always used to do Halloween so big here. So I was like, I need this deck. It's just so pretty and it feels so good. The cards are such a nice matte finish on them. Mm-hmm. Mm. Totally recommend this. They are, it's a beautiful, beautiful deck. And it's so nice. And it's funny that we're sitting here talking about tarot because uh, for those of you who listen to Pagan Switchy Corner, the episode that's coming out on Sunday of this week um, is an interview with Laura Tempest-Sakroff. And she spent like 15 minutes just talking about tarot. So (laughs) it was was so good. She's like, how long do I have? I'm like, you can talk forever. Go ahead. (laughs) It's fine. Just ramble. (laughs) Oh, my God. We need to figure out you, our lineup. He was so nice. I, I, I cannot wait. I, you know I love Laura. We've got so many folks. Mm-hmm. Devin got back in touch with me, by the way. He is interested um, in sharing it with all of our folks out there. But Devin said he's interested in participating in, in a seance Saturday. Um, oh, nice. I don't want to speak too soon and give you guys a date on this, but it does sound like tentatively he is asked if I'm available I was going to do tech help for the last Witches' Sabbath, but they all had to do uh, book deadlines, so they pushed that. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like it might be happening this sometime this fall, uh, late fall, closer to winter. So I'm just throwing that out there as like a little bit of a teaser. Pay attention to Laura you know, teased the same to me. She? So, oh, good. Uh, she did. And for those who are interested in Waking Persephone Part Two, oh. uh, it's still in the works but it's still kind of back burner she didn't want to tease a whole lot of information because they're having to work out some tech stuff to figure sure. out exactly how they want it to work um but it is in the works hopefully uh hopefully they'll be able to get it all pulled off she is trying to get it all organized and everything so wonderful i am i really can't wait that would be just absolutely gorgeous to go to those events now uh, we are i can't kind of talking around the elephant in the room which is that today's the 29th Tomorrow kicks off House Keparoo's Gather. So uh, that mm-hmm. is going from Friday the 30th until Sunday the August 1st of the August. First. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I cannot wait. Pagan and I are actually doing our live interview with Michelle and Illyria on uh, the 31st at 10.45 p.m., I believe it is. So it's a late one. Yes. It's going to be wrapping up the evening. Matt Oren is right before us doing a big headline thing. So it's so it's going to be so fun. The whole weekend is just, oh, it's gorgeous events top to bottom. I can't talk about them without bursting into a smile. And the other thing, too, is if you can't make that time, if you, as long as you have tickets, you'll be able to go back and rewatch the the classes and the epi- the events and everything. So you'll go to go back and watch it again. That was one thing I did actually ask the Kepru staff, because uh, if it's because ours is so late, my wonderful morning bird self is going to have to take a nap. So I'm awake enough to actually do our interview. <laughs> Big so I'm going to actually miss like a probably like an hour or so of the events that afternoon. So I'll have to go back and rewatch those. But I'm so thrilled with everything. Like there's so much cool stuff. And it's funny because we've been um, doing some really fun astral work with the seance stuff, like, you know, doing yeah. the dimensional travel and everything. And a lot of the classes are astral themed. So it's going to be a really fun event. So if you haven't got your tickets, 
go get them right now and come hang out with us. It's about 60 bucks US. And like I said, we said three Mm -hmm. days. So you're getting a lot of content for it. It's Michelle's stuff. So it's really, I mean, they have a whole amazing gather crew, but you know, it's, it's high caliber awesomeness all around. I'm, you're going to love it. Yes. There's a reclaiming Baphomet segment. There's, like you said, tons of astral work. I am, and they have their own pre, their classes cast sort of system that they do there that I can't wait to tune in and learn more about because you and I did the one day gather last. So this one's going to be a mm-hmm. big expansion for both of us. We're going to get to see a lot more. Yes. I am just amped top to bottom. It's going to be so, so fun. And I can't wait to learn more about Kepru. I can't wait to learn all the, I think what Matt's doing, like two or three classes. I at least remember, I think he's the reclaiming Baphomet. Well, why don't I just do I think he's doing reclaiming Baphomet on Friday. Um, Mm -hmm. And then he does one right before us, like I mentioned on I'm here. Okay, I'm on the page. Nice and easy. It's kepru.org, everybody. And then there's forward slash gather 2021 if you want to be specific. Uh, Okay, so Matt, 9.15 on Saturday evening is, like I said, right before us, he's doing energetic input output. Uh, 9.15 the night prior, that's Friday, tomorrow the 30th. He's doing the reclaiming Baphomet. We've got people doing royal stars of astrology, uh i'm just calling out a couple there's a haunted doll tea party i can't wait to see that <laughs> scrying the I'm self in, yeah <laughs> that was the one i was going to mention I, i'm really excited about that one the psychic perceptions one looks really good the oh, astral yes. temples uh when with michelle belanger sounds good okay so <laughs> i'm just going to sum this up very quickly all of them sound amazing just go buy a ticket yeah and come see us i really like <laughs> how much astral and channeling stuff like you said like uh, all of these titles mm-hmm. i'm like i need this i need this like that psychic perceptions is called psychic perceptions a line between imagination and intuition like that's something i need because i wonder that all the time like where's where is that line so the fact that we're getting like handed this beautiful packaged event that answers just all my questions i have in my head uh just 10 out of 10 i'm so excited also, they have a beautiful store that has the um, logo for the event. And they've got, I think, T-shirts and like a bag and all sorts of other cool stuff. Um, but the logo this year is on fire. Literally, it's gorgeous. So if you want to go support that, you can go buy one. And that also helps Kepru's, uh events. So they can do more really cool events like this. I do like they have a they have an astral gather hoodie that's really nice. I like it because it's got the big old I logo know. on the back. So that's really cool. Oh yeah, this is some good stuff they got going on. Anyway, support, support, support. You know you're supporting great people. Um, do keep in mind, like I said, you know, in addition to this, you're probably going to get a witch's sabbat this year. It sounds like so. Also, um, keep that in in your back pocket too because that might be a good one to come hang out in some way, shape, or form for that. I did see some great folks over on Twitter saying that they're going to be at Gather. So shout out to you guys because I cannot wait to see you in chat. I, I believe they said this year uh, you're going to get an email with links to the different classes. Because la- I think the last one they ran all mm-hmm. day. And the reason they're doing separates is so that that way they can be archived separately on YouTube so people can go and find the class they want more easily. So that'll be Really, yes. really handy, like you said, Pagan, so you can go back. Good good question that you asked there the other day for Puck. That was awesome. I just I'm so thankful we have such cool friends that are inviting us to such I awesome know, stuff. They're so awesome. 
Um, you have so much cool stuff that's happening and all that. And then uh, for my show, mm-hmm. uh, on the 13th, I'm interviewing Kiki Drombrowski, um, who wrote A Curious Future, The Handbook of Unusual Divination and Unique Ocular Techniques. She's going to come by and she's going to talk all about divination. So we're going to do a fun little divination series over there on my show. So it's going to be lots of cool stuff. So that's your jam. Come over to Pagan's Corner as well, because we have all sorts of really fun stuff happening right now. We do. And speaking of guests, so uh, Kiki's over on Pagan's. Laura just do, is doing a thing with Pagan. We are looking mm-hmm. at, uh, we now, we need to start, I need to put some dates in the calendar now while I'm actually here. Uh, Penny Royal, we've been talking about doing an interview with uh, with those guys. So Nathan Isaac, we're going to try and make that happen here soon. Uh, Tyler Strand from Hellier, we're going to try and do something with Tyler. He got back to me recently and said, I'm all in. Um, like I said, Devin oh, Hunter yay. wants to come by and do some stuff. So maybe we can get Devin. I think Devin was taking a very understandable, like he, he's been talking about it on social media. He was taking a nice, healthy break from doing some witchcraft to focus on the plant side of things and writing the book. So he's a good person mm-hmm. to follow if you out there are ever feeling like, I think we all in life feel guilty when we take breaks from the things we love because we're like, am I just ignoring it? Am I phasing it out? You know, am I doing X, Y, and Z? And he's been very much talking about why, you know, good breaks are are worth it. So I'm really, really excited for that. Like, I really want to talk to Devin about that too in the future, just how to balance that magical lifestyle where you're producing so much, you know, because the the modern witch crew is always doing so, so, so much yet to take a break Mm -hmm. and re regroup and you know find out what you still love so much recharge the brain recharge the soul a little bit sometimes you just need to say i'm just gonna take it super easy and not care about anything else that's going on right now because i just can't and it's okay to have that and need to take that mental break to just say i just can't right now Mm -hmm. back in a couple of weeks and let me recharge and i feel like everything that's happening in the last like two years now almost that we just really need to you know remember it's okay to say i can't right now and take a break and just recharge yeah and i really haven't been following the news these last two weeks but i know that people have been saying (laughs) yeah i've I've seen a lot of people say that the world's getting crazy again and so i haven't even bothered really so uh, i get you know it doesn't sound like we're anywhere out of the woods yet folks so Be good in always in that, you know, sort Um, find your friends. Hey, you're welcome to come hang out with us. We talk about the guild thing. I did make a revelator link. So some people were were getting tripped up when uh, let me talk gilded for a sec. So gilded is our version of discord. Many of you already use a discord service out there. Gilded is discord to the extreme. It's got more options, more features, and and they're not any harder to use. They're very basic. They're things that Discord should have done like three years ago and just were kind of lazy and didn't. But <laughs> Discord's trying to do them now. <laughs> I saw they're totally copying <laughs> Gilded stuff now. It's so funny. Yeah. They just added threads the other day. I'm like, we've had that for months. Um, anyway, <laughs> I made a little link. So let me see if I can figure it out. Revelatornetwork.com forward slash Gilded. Yes. Okay. That's all you need to do. Revelatornetwork.com forward slash gilded. G-U-I-L-D-E-D. Like you're in a guild, but past tense. And that will take you straight to the application thing. Um, One thing gilded could do to improve is they have a follow button for servers. Don't click that. That's 
uh, that's like choosing to be someone's like super distant Facebook friend where you're like, okay, kind of, sort of, but I don't actually want to see stuff you write. So don't don't follow. You want to hit apply. You're going to get accepted. It's super easy questions like, hey, what shows do you, you know, are you subscribed to? And are you already a member, a paying member of the website? Because if you are, then I give you bonus roles on there. Um, but revelatornetwork.com forward slash gilded will take you, it redirects you directly to this application page. Jump in. I mean, it's Peg and myself, Space Unicorn, Mac, and a bunch of other friends. Uh, we got our whole uh, Revelator Investigative Society that does the say on mm-hmm. Saturdays with us up there. So like Jade, Alex, Tonino, and the crew. I mean, there's so many people. We got Star and just awesome folks all around. So get in and get vol- involved with that because um, we're going to get back to kicking butt with it soon. We're going to, now that I'm like actually settled and, and have a brain cell left and re- regenerating <laughs> them, uh, this weekend <laughs> is kind of our last one, I think, off the beaten path because of Kepru, right? So following mm-hmm. this weekend, the, here's some of the tentative ones I'll shout out to you guys. So August 7th, I, we Peg and I listed doing a tour of the house. <laughs> I can barely do a tour of the house because I keep kicking boxes. <laughs> so I don't know about that one. Maybe we'll end up bumping up the, because uh, on the 14th, we were going to do an intention setting and warding of the seance room. I kind of want to move that up to the 7th. Uh, or at least some kind of thing there. I I don't know if I mentioned this on air. I think it was off, but there's a chance I'm going to have cousins coming up to try and visit me that weekend. I've let them know that my Saturday schedule is pretty booked, but the one of them is very interested in the paranormal now. Didn't know that before. So he's asking me all kinds of questions. And if I have a Ouija board coming today, that might be a fun opportunity to have an in-person human that I can make do Ouija board stuff with me. (laughs) So... That might happen. Um, yeah, so maybe we'll do like the the warding of the seance room on the seventh, and also try and do a little connection ritual with it too, to see what see what happens without doing too too much to it. We are looking at doing a history of the Black Cross, which is a big mass grave just up the road from me, where a lot of my ancestors, like, well, I don't know if they are personal ancestors, but a lot of Czechoslovakian folks, which is my lineage. Uh, with the Spanish influenza that came through in 1918, were just dumped in there by the thousands. And there's more information on it now because COVID brought more attention to that sort of thing in this last year. So uh, one of our friends has actually been doing a little bit of research on it for us, and I'm really excited to see what they hand over because, again, they got in touch and they're like, I got you some goodies. So that's going to be a thing. We want to do history of it for the podcast, and then we actually want to do very respectfully a seance to see you know, what's going on? Like, can we speak to any of those people? Is there any insight those folks can give us? Um, especially with them, you know, being the kind of the spirits of the land, effectively. Just dumped in a grave mm-hmm. here. Uh, we are looking, like I said, the interview with Penny Royal, doing an ancestor altar. That's going to be really, really fun. I can't wait to do that because I've got some folks I really want to put up on that altar. Um, That's going to be a lot of fun to do. Yeah. Looks like I have the Black Cross seance twice in these notes. Oh, I just have a duplicate. Okay, cool. I can just delete that right out of the calendar. <laughs> All the better. Wonderful. So yeah, that's going to be like the, that's our that's our month in a nutshell. So did I say two seances? One, two. Yep. Yeah. So two this month. That's our, our trick. We're going to try and do one on live on Twitch, one for the Gilded crew. So one in one. 
Um, the gilded ones are going to be a little bit more personal. Those are for paying members. So um, if you guys are interested, subscribing, that's for the $20 tier and above contributors. Uh, you'll get special access to that. Like I said, those are always a little bit more intimate. The Twitch ones are a little larger and for a wider audience, but that did work out beautifully because those give people that don't have Gilded accounts or can't get in for some various reasons. Gilded streaming is a little bit limited too. It only works on a full desktop application. It doesn't work through the web browser. It doesn't work on the mobile app. So I know not everyone can join for those like technically, uh, but yeah, doing this one in one, I think is going to be a really healthy process. I think so too. And it, it was really fun to see how the energy of Twitch interacted with that. So it's going to be really cool to see how we continue doing those and how that uh, energy just builds and all that. I, it reminds me a lot of the uh, Kindred Spirits episode where they, Greg and Dana came out and they did the the sigil that affected all of the audience watching. So I think that's going to be kind of fun if we continue doing stuff like that. It'll be fun to see what happens. Experiments. <laughs> I so agree. And and then the next, I guess, tying into that perfectly is uh, now that our seance series has got kind of legs of its own at this point, and what we talked about with Devin wanting to come in, getting some other folks to come through and kind of host and initiate some of those is definitely a goal of mine. I know... Some people have personal interests like Tenny, Katie Webb, mm-hmm. I mentioned Devin. I bet Laura might be interested. Like, well, you know, we'll approach. So we've approached some of these people already and got like a big old nod of approval from them. So really, really cool. That is going to be a goal to just expand it, you know, get some other folks leading the energy for a bit. Because that way, I think it's good. I mean, the whole thing about the paranormal is to have fun with it, right? Like that is the key is mm-hmm. having fun. Um Letting other folks come in and, and shake up the energy with their own amazing knowledge and resources and power and all that is going to be just absolutely wonderful to watch and be involved in. It's a true honor on my part. Also, I was thinking as we get closer to fall, I'd love to try to do a seance where we try to connect to Bigfoot. Oh, that I would absolutely love. Absolutely. 100%. I think that that would be really interesting. For some reason, I don't know why, but like during the fall, I feel like Bigfoot seems to be more active, maybe. Maybe that's just because there's more people in the woods like hunting and stuff. But I don't know. Like for me, fall and Bigfoot associate with each other in my brain. So I think that that would be fun. I can't wait to hear my cousin's story. He's a big hunter. And so he approached me the other day about, he's like, I don't know if this would be the word for it, but he's like, I feel like I ran into something akin to a skinwalker in the woods. And I was like, really? <gasps> There's so many people reporting that kind of stuff right now. There's some weird stuff happening in the woods right now. Huh. Like really weird stuff. So huh. I'm kind of interested to see what your cousin says. Um, I know that uh, our, we when we were talking earlier, our friend Ryan, who helps around our farm sometimes, he he said that when he was hunting one day that he thought he saw something in the woods, but it wasn't a deer and it wasn't something that was normal. And so, yeah, he, he's oh. like, I don't know what it was. He's like, I don't believe in like the paranormal or anything. He's like, but I couldn't explain what it was. I don't know what it was. I don't know if you've heard this phrase, Pagan. This is, I, I'm everyone out there listening, this is could totally just be coast to coast AM BS nonsense, right? But there is a subject from coast to coast AM that got shared on last podcast on the left. And then I found an article about it yesterday that was actually shared on Twitter. So I didn't see, I did not search this out, but something called not deer, 
That's what they're being called. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, my gosh. I've seen some crazy pictures of these things. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Well, when my cousin says like, that is not a deer. I sent him I sent him that article yesterday. I was like, I I just didn't even send it with any context. I was just like, here's an update on not deer. Because I'm like, well, you and I. So we know a little bit about skinwalkers, a little bit Mm -hmm. you know we are not native american experts by any means but we know specifically with skinwalker ranch the idea was you know curses between the tribes when they were you know when they were actually hurt you know stealing other natives for slavery and you know things of that nature there's a big curse put on the land um out in utah where that would become the path of the skinwalker so the legend goes and so i go you know I, i try and always be really conscientious of this like i'm not i'm not one that propagates stories of native american burial grounds or any of that stuff so i'm always looking for a non-culturally offensive alternative like Mm -hmm. okay well what is this because i don't know that skinwalkers are on the east coast not from what you and i heard at least in that microcosm there so i don't know i I mean is it not yeah can there be skinwalkers on the east coast like i just big old shrug to not go too deep into the cryptid rabbit hole, but there are like similar s- creatures that are like Scandinavian, which is very interesting because of your roots, um, that look similar to some of these creatures where they're like half deer, half humanoid. And I, I don't know a whole lot about them. I, I have seen and heard a little bit of lore not a lot and i also haven't researched them i'd like to research them but i actually don't know what they're called i just know kind of what they look like and some say that they're similar to like wendigo some say they're similar to skinwalker and some say they're kind of a combination so i don't know what these things are but everything that i do know is they say if you come across one you never saw it you turn around you walk away and you pretend like you never saw it oh my gosh so i'm like um i have questions but um first of all why what why do i have to turn around and walk away like what is the like degree of danger should i worry about like what's it gonna do to me is it gonna follow me home like should i be concerned like why should I pretend like I never saw this? Can somebody answer this question? And nobody has answered that question yet. And that's what's driving me nuts about these things. I've seen so many reports of between like Twitter and a few on Facebook, but a lot on TikTok. And of course, you know, with TikTok, everything you take with a grain of salt, but still nobody's an- answering that question of why, why should we not do this? That's a very interesting, you know, it makes me think of the the new Kirk's idea of curiosity over fear. I mean, you and I just mm-hmm. a heads up. We've we've been talking close to an hour, so folks listening, we'll try and we'll try and wrap <laughs> this up in just a little bit. You're gonna get a nice yes. beefy one. This is Pagan and I catching up after like two weeks of no communication. Um, yes. <laughs> Where was I going? I, I just shot my own brain in the, the thing. Yeah, uh, you were talking about the Newkirk's curiosity. Yes, curiosity over fear. Uh, the Ouija board thing is becoming such a thing on Twitter. This is why I bought one because I saw everyone <laughs> yes. saying, Ouija boards are the devil and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, listen, everybody, just so you know, I, when I first got a Ouija board to play with in college, looked up how to do everything wrong and did it all wrong. Like we tried to summon demons. We tried to do this. We tried to do that. We tried to do the other. Long story short, all I got was some demon on the other side that was like, I want to be your friend. And then she just never followed through. So that was the most I got hurt. She just, she ghosted me at worst, I guess. Um, 
but I'm not gonna take it out of her chair. About demons, but we're not going. That's a whole nother like catch up episode. Like, oh, good you know, that we yeah. can just talk about that. Absolutely. Stuff. So, well, I, I have stories galore about that from my college days. But we'll, I want to we'll hear those. I want. We can another day. We can absolutely do a segment for that just to just BS about those because I want to hear those stories very earnestly. <laughs> I just gotta say. Let's, I under, hey, if you're listening to this and you're very afraid of the paranormal, my suggestion to you, because I had someone come by the Twitch chat yesterday and ask me some questions. They're like, I, you know, I've had, I think I've been, you know, had demons following my entire life. I was like, well, I can't give you a one size fits all prescription that's going to solve all your problems. Nobody can. But so the thing is, educate yourself. I mean, don't let yourself be afraid of, of things just because of someone tells you you should be. I mean, we, especially in this day and age, I think with the kind of age of Aquarius or whatever that's coming through now and just the cultural upheaval mm-hmm. more than ever, just look at something when someone tells you to be afraid and ask why. Because a lot of the racist things that are going on in our country and all that are people that are brainwashed and just told like you should hate these folks or you know, whatever it is about you know anti-gay stuff oh you should hate them because god says so eh, well that's not a god worth worshiping then you know pick a new one that's gonna you know, mm-hmm. welcome all kinds the idea is take the things back under your control it's not to tell you to go out and be an egotistical asshole and like you know hurt yourself like by going into dangerous properties it is to say if you got weird energies in your house I don't think you need to go out and buy crazy stuff. You can buy things that are going to, you know, make you feel better. But I think a lot of it comes down to just you taking the time to slow the world down around you and center yourself. Like, I think that's where a lot of this comes back around to is that most of the things we take as like known knowledge, I'm doing air quotes, like known knowledge, we take like the stuff and we assume it's all true, but Really, it's just stuff our Mm -hmm. grandparents kind of heard and passing at a gas station. You know, they passed it along as fact. And then your parents thought it was fact. And then you think it's fact. And it's like, no, (laughs) no, it was actually mom and I had a great conversation about the Ed and Lorraine Warren the other day because she was kind of asking about some like darker, spooky stuff. And I said, mom, honestly, if Ed and Lorraine Warren had if they just had not been in existence, like if they just had not just imagined they were gone for a sec. I don't think we'd have a culture that's so obsessed with demon yelling and, you know, thinking everyone's houses are mm-hmm. possessed. Like, if they just didn't exist in the way they did, I, I think it'd be a little bit more chill of a world. So all we can do is kind of deprogram a little bit. And again, Peggy and I are not going to tell you what it is. Like, we can't say, oh, that's a demon or that's a whatever. All we can say is, again, take take some responsibility i think a lot of the time um i think this house in particular may have had very negative energy when i was a kid because my parents had very negative energy in here when i was a kid they were always fighting Mm -hmm. and stuff so was the negative energy the house was it them well i come back in here by myself and it doesn't have negative energy so i kind of think that it might have been the people amplifying what may have already been here. And so to that degree, I mean, this is me spoiling all my logic of how I think this works, but I, I, I've kind of been telling people it's almost like, um, I, I think your energy is like, if you got a dirty surface, like a dirt, dirty countertop, it's got maybe some like gunked on whatever. I think if you hit it with water, which is the equivalency of your, your energy, you're bringing this energy in, all that stuff's going to lift off. So it's going to be kind of gross and runny and yucky. And that's, but you're, you're getting the stain of whatever is already there. You're getting the imprint that's been left and you're just adding all this energy and you're making it rise up and it's now able to travel and do all this other things. And so it's not, I'm never going to invalidate people's beliefs, you know, that their house is haunted or anything like that, because I think that that plays a part of it. 
But I also think a lot of it's what you bring to the table. So if it's only fear, I think you're only going to get fear out of it. But if you sit down, you try and understand Mm -hmm. it, try and have a conversation, I think you could have a friend. I mean, that's what I'm trying to do here. So there's my green or whatever. I cannot emphatically nod along with this. Like, like as you're saying, I'm just like, preach, preach. That's Katie Webb coming through a lot. You know, it's a lot that of That is so friends. Katie Webb coming through. Because it's so true. Like everything you were saying, I was like, yeah, Katie has taught us these things. Michelle yeah. has taught us these things. Yeah. <gasps> We have learned these things from other wonderful people. Uh, But no, I completely agree with everything that you're saying. And I kind of feel like with all of the Ouija board scare, I kind of feel like we should do like a Ouija board slash demon episode. Sure. Because I I have been doing a lot of research into demons because I, I have what I call Christian PTSD. And I'm afraid of, or I was, I'm outgrowing that fear. I was afraid of Ouija boards, despite the fact that I've used them. But, you know, like I said, I have a lot of scary stories that go with that too. We'll talk about that later. Um, but I also have had a lot of fear of demons and them trying to work with them and all this other stuff because of what the church taught me. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm having to unlearn those behaviors and find out the truth behind where these things actually come from because they're older than Christianity. Yeah. They're older than that religion. That religion was, is very new in a lot of ways compared to a lot of other religions. So, and a lot of them aren't even tied to religion. So it's very interesting in a lot of ways to like, look at how things work. And I'm like, oh, well, I feel like I've been sold a bag of corn and somebody told me it was gold yeah also I it's don't, terrible <laughs> I, I just a thought came into my mind when you said that which is um i don't mean to make people feel guilty because i might feel a little guilty with this too but talking about racism for a second like so if we're taking these entities whatever they are that are just older than christianity who might just be living in a parallel universe to us if we're really going around yelling that they're all demons, I mean, that's not really any better than us yelling at like anyone of a different skin color and being like, you're a demon, you're a demon. Like just because it resides in a different plane or whatever, like, you know, we're, we're painting it into this box of it being really bad. And mm-hmm. that's, yeah, I don't know. That strikes a chord in me that maybe more than ever we need to make sure that like you're saying we're 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 not accusatory when we're approaching this stuff i mean that's what katie and michelle and all of them have been talking about the new kirks and beyond is and we're not saying defend like you shouldn't like have your defenses up or your boundaries up absolutely you should have those up there are things out there that are not of the good persuasion but majority of the things that are out there are actually closer to the neutral persuasion. But if you're mean to them, they will turn around to be mean back. That's why you should have your defenses up. But at the same time, you should also not be a dick. Yeah, I'm a no defense man. I, I was having a conversation with people the other night on, tw- <laughs> on Twitter because they're talking about smudging. And that's coming out how smudging's kind of like got some really stolen connotations and stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. not to be dismissive of anyone's stuff, but I'm not a smudger. I never have been. I've, uh, I've, I've lit some like Kapal and stuff, but it never makes me feel any better than before. Um, everyone's thing is going to be different. So this is not me dismissing mm-hmm. people's stuff other than to say, I, I think you alluded to right there, which is be careful, well, be careful that your defenses are not the best defense is a good offense fact. Um, make mm-hmm. sure your defenses are not 
offensive because a lot of them are. Um, So, for example, like smudging your house, ah, this gets really metaphysical, but like, is your house really your house? You reside in there, but only in one plane of space time. Uh, If other things live in that same space that you do, who's to say it's not their space? And if it is their space and you're going in there and you're smudging them out of it, don't be surprised they get mad at you because that's kind of like having an ant infestation in your house. You're probably going to put out some stuff to kill them. And so... If you're running in there and like, look at me and my family, we're a bunch of ants and we're just eating all your stuff. Don't be surprised if whatever's on the other side might be like, ew, you're gross. Get out of here. Which is just to say, I think we need to open more communication. Like you said, self-protection in terms of your own self. Be careful it's not an offensive thing. But then also, I just, I'm more of the communication man these days. I'm like, whatever you are, which got me thinking when you're talking about the story with Ryan and, you know, we're talking about all the things in the woods. And they say run away from it. I'm like, I don't want to run away. I want to run up to it and be like, hi, how are you? How do you eat? What do you do? How can I help you? Where do you want to go and eat with me? We can go get ice cream. Like, that's my model. (laughs) What are you going to do? Show me your seven heads? I mean, I've already been down that path. I've worshipped Satan. I've done the rest. You know, I have books on it. Uh, Like, I don't think you, my whole thing growing up in this house was, Learn to be the scariest thing there is. You know, if the, if you're scared by something, become scarier than that. Because then at the end of the day, you can still be nice. I have a meme that says that. <laughs> that says if you hear uh, oh, strange yeah. noises in the middle of the night, just make more strange noises back to sh- assert dominance. And that to me is the best form of defense. Yeah. Like if you want to have protection, just say these are my boundaries. Yes. I would like you not to cross them. You cannot come through here. You cannot inhabit me. You cannot do these things. You can have your space and I can have mine, but we can still be friends. I agree. And it's the same with human beings. I agree. If you don't want somebody to touch you or to you know be in your bubble, tell them, no, this is my space. That's yours. I mean, we're taught that in kindergarten. Yeah. Y'all. Agreed. Like, truthfully, that is the best defense you could possibly have for anything. And when it, you know, kind of going back to the whole cleansing thing, mm-hmm. I was one of those people that when I first started out, I was very much in line with, yes, you should cleanse. Yes, you should smudge your house. And as I've kind of grown and, you know, gotten more strong, assertive in my own practice and figured out what works and what doesn't, I realized smudging doesn't really work for me. What does work is asking what my spirits or my energies in my house would like. Yes. Like asking them, do you yes. have a candle scent or an incense scent that you enjoy. So agree. I don't want to let the bad stuff in. And that's where boarding comes in. And you don't get to let the bad stuff in. It's again going back to your boundaries. This is a boundary. You cannot cross it if you have ill intent. But for those who are here, what would you like to smell? Mine love basil. They do enjoy green sage. And they enjoy lavender. Those are their three top things. And they also like rosemary. Those are their favorite things that they enjoy. And it's not to run them out. It's just to keep the good vibes going. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like smoking weed. Yeah. Do you have that herb (laughs) deck? Is that, do you have that tarot deck, Peggy? I do. I do. I have a tarot deck that is the green witch's oracle, I believe. And it has all sorts of like different herbs and foods and stuff like that and their meanings. And I have also used that for communication with new spirits. Like, can I give you an offering to help you? That's and really I will cool. start shuffling the deck and stuff will fall out. And sometimes they want just a regular like bit of corn or they want some sort of herb. If I don't have it, I will straight up say, I don't have any of this. Can we try something different? Can you show me a different card that I might have? 
You're welcome to go look through my kitchen or my garden. And if I have something, I will give it to you. I have no problems with this. I love this so much. I need this deck. I want that I mean, deck so it, bad. Like, it's, it's so simplistic that we don't have to. It's just it really goes back to being an honestly good person. Like, just be nice to people. Be, you know, have your boundaries. You can have your space. But, you know, just be a good person. Be a good person to the spirits, to animals, and to human beings. And you're going to be fine. Found it. And you can also be nice to the demons. (laughs) So I think so, too. I think, again, that's that's a lot of it. And again, we can have lots of conversations about demons and all that going forward. (laughs) We Um, can, yes. You know, Michelle, (laughs) Michelle's episode is a great one to go back and listen to. I think it's Michelle on Elementals. Mm -hmm. Katie has one on Elementals as well with us. These are around October of 2020. If those if you want to skim back in the podcast feeds, Uh, it should also be pretty accessible up on the website under their names. But yeah, it's to me about like none of us here really understand what it is. Like I've not run across any occultists or anything worth their salt that actually know what's on the other side 100%. And like I said, I think any good occultist is going to be open about that and be like, well, I think it's a this. But I, you know, there's always room. Like we just, if we knew it 100%, then we'd have it materialize and we'd be all having tea together right now, right? But we're not. So clearly there's something lost in translation. And that's why I think we should leave latitude there so that we're not giving it the middle finger all the time. Like you said, take care of yourself and your boundaries. I had that same talk in this house, too. I asked the spirits of the house to help me protect it from like fire, flood, you know, all the rest of those sort of damages. Mm-hmm. And I said, the other thing is I don't I'm not a jump scare man. I was like, you can't scare me by like I, there's not one thing you can do that will actually ever scare me. But jump scares do startle me and I don't look I don't look at those kindly. And if anything, you might get a negative reaction out of me. You know, you might jump scare me and I might end up accidentally like saying something that banishes you just because I have some weird power that I tap into every once in a while. So like, but it's I love that. the same thing of like, you know, you don't just jump up, you know, jump behind your parents or whatever. And then, you know, you get smacked on accident. You know, someone you startle someone. Don't be surprised. They swing around and smack you in the head because they're that, you know, afraid. Um, so it's that I like you my said. husband's nose that way. Oh. So, yeah, oh. don't don't do that. You guys yeah. don't don't jump scare me. Don't jump scare anybody. And honestly, it's kind of a courtesy thing. Yeah. Like if you're a mischievous spirit. Just tell us straight up front, you're a mischievous spirit, and then you can set the boundary. I don't like jump scares. If you'd like to move stuff or, you know, just play, that's fine. But here's the boundary. Yeah. Cannot cross this boundary. If you cross this boundary, we may have some issues and you may have to leave. That's 100%. Uh, that's it's I not hear. a difficult thing. Mm-hmm. So that's, I guess, where I'll leave my my points for today. Is <laughs> we'll like, as well. I, <laughs> I talked so many circles today. It's well, been it's, wonderful. It's great. And I think people are going to really enjoy it because it's been a lot. And it's a great brain dump for us. Also, shout out to my friend Lexi, who um, gave me one of the most thoughtful, I'd say the most thoughtful gift living, leaving Salt Lake. She got me a gorgeous uh, quartz crystal. And because she got Aww. it really into crystals before. Um, and I didn't know that because of COVID, of course, we we're all separated. But she got really into them, and so she gave me a, a white quartz crystal or clear quartz to to come into the house here and uh, just have something nice for the travels. And that's actually, I think, my first like solid crystal because I'm I'm not a crystal collector, man. I would I don't I have no problem with them. I love them, but I just don't have a collection of my own. So thank you for starting mine. I appreciate that very much. <laughs> 
Uh, That's wonderful. Free talk Fridays are a thing we're going to start talking about doing here soon as well. Um, you and I discussed those off air. That's going to be something and leaving mm-hmm. a little open ended towards the end of this. But we got some friends we might want to have come by to just chit chat a little more openly. Uh, there's also talk, you know, in my own head about potentially doing that morning show again. Though we'd done the Revelator morning show for a bit, and that was a big success with folks. So. Maybe that might turn into something I try and host on like a one day a week sort of deal to start it out. I, I'm going to that's going to be very like play it by ear. Um, want to get myself actually settled into the house first and make sure things work. But it's it's going to be very fun time. Like you said, leading into spooky season. Um, go support all the friends we've mentioned throughout. I mean, we've got interviews with pretty much everyone we've mentioned or they're coming very soon. So get subscribed to Pagan's Witchy mm-hmm. Corner. Make sure you subscribe to Chaos in Shadow here. If you're not already, do make sure you hit the subscribe button. Oh, both of the shows. If you could go the extra mile, that's completely for free, especially if you have an iPhone or an iPad or any kind of Apple account. Those reviews over there mean a ton. And on some occasions, we get hit by some trolly people that are like, you're too liberal or too woke or you just do i want scary demons damn it and that's all i want um so they'll leave us some snarky reviews so here's the thing if you could go over and leave us a five star and you could write some stuff along with it it's the writing part that washes away the other stinky people's stuff like because then that gets pushed to the bottom of the thing and it doesn't matter anymore so if you got a chance and you want to do that that is just an amazing way to help for free if you have money and you'd like to support us financially revelatornetwork.com forward slash subscribe is the place to go there you can gain access to the bonus podcast feed which is available for only five dollars a month now we put that down to that tier we want to make sure people have the availability to get it uh if you want to jump in at the 20 dollar tier things get all the more intense i do apologize to everyone just across the board we've been out you know i've been on the road for like a solid week straight so there were no podcasts recorded during that entire week on the road Mm -hmm. so um they're gonna come (laughs) yeah they're gonna happen don't worry don't don't get you know and if any if anyone has questions i know that bonus feed can be a little bit hard to access but uh the the short answer is it sends you an email with a, a bonus feed to add so if you subscribe just go right over to your email within you know the next 30 minutes to an hour let that stuff cycle through and you should have an email there can pop it into your podcast player of your choice bada bing bada boom and i guess the final thing to say is that the podcast world is really confused right now everyone's trying to privatize bonus content and i say everyone i mean apple spotify all the rest so we're somewhere in the middle of having our own stuff, which I really like. Um, but it's weird right now. I've been getting a lot of emails from a lot of different companies trying to be like, you should come and host your bonus stuff here. No, host it with us. No, here. And I'm like, chill, <laughs> chill, chill, chill. Uh, so huge thank you to everybody that has supported. Like I said, if you have any questions, the best way to get in touch with me real fast, no matter where you are, what browser you're using, is to use that chat button right on the Revelator Network site because I get an email <laughs> And, uh, and it pops up on my phone note as a notification, so I can usually get back to those immediately. What else, Pagan? Anything you want to shout out before we head out the door today? Because I think I am solid. I think I am pretty solid as well. Um, like I said at the start of the hour or 
however long we've actually been going. Um, (laughs) If you guys have been seeing those readings that have been happening over on Twitter and you would like a full reading, by the way, those are literally a one tweet reading. That is not a full reading. That is just a, here is like your five minute tidbit that you can go and focus on for the day and figure out the rest of your day with. But if you'd like a full reading, you can actually head over to my website, which is walkthehedge.com. And uh, you can get full readings there. I'm probably going to actually be doing a major redesign on that because uh, my hosting company is uh, eventually canceling the one that I'm using, the software that I'm using, and they want me to upgrade. And I had upgraded before and I hated it. And they've actually done a whole lot of work to actually make it better. So now I'm in the process of upgrading again. So, which means I have to rebuild my entire website. God, but... (laughs) <laughs> at the same time i went ahead and like took screenshots of everything saved all the photos copy and pasted Good. all of the documents in word so <laughs> everything is saved all i have to do is copy and paste everything but it's probably gonna have a massive redesign coming in the next few months uh whenever we get that all settled but you can still order everything the old website will stay up as long as i'm building the new one and i'll let you guys know when the new one goes live yeah that's a good reminder to say that um the revelator site still has a bunch of things up there we're probably going to add more and more to it as you know we start yes, homesteading good stuff um i do a tarot read up on there uh we used to mm-hmm. have a booking thing for pagan and i but we just we had toyed with it but didn't we, we kind of archived it at one point if people want that that's absolutely a thing pagan's got incense blends up there um protection bottles i have stickers of louis we got ouija coin flip up there um, a lot of the mm-hmm. stuff that I do for that, I primarily do on Twitch, but I always will do them for people offline, too. It's, again, great ways to support Pagan and I directly. And, I mean, it, yes. it seriously is just awesome. That's so fantastic. So get involved, mm-hmm. folks. We have all we, sorts of good stuff. We'll do be it. chatting with you very soon. I cannot promise that we're going to have an episode for you on Monday the 2nd because we're going to be real busy. But actually, there is a small chance, depending on our schedules, because we would really like to do a recap of the House Kepru stuff. Um, I know you and I talked about that before. So mm-hmm. maybe we will do like a quick 20-minute, hey, here's what happened, here's what you missed and why you should get involved and yada, yada. So look out for one of those. We're going to try and get back to the weekly thing. We're going to try and add in that bonus one. Um, look out for great interviews and much more. So, Pagan, thank you for taking all the time today. Everyone yes, out there, thank you fun. for listening along. And we'll catch you sometime in the next week in August. Stay safe, folks. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.